I know we have a lot of upside listeners in Texas, and we have a bunch in Houston, we have a bunch in Dallas, and we have a few in Austin, and Texas is getting hammered with this winter storm. Meggie um, is actually without power because she spends half her year in in Texas, and she texted me, and she was like, hey, just to let you know, my phone's running out of battery, so I'm probably not going to be on email they had Texas is just so not used to winter weather that they're doing rolling blackouts so that places like hospitals and uh, important government buildings and and st- places like that don't run out of power. Uh, I follow an influencer, a blogger on Instagram, and she had a baby and her she came she lives in Dallas. She came home with her ba- new baby two days ago and their power's out. Oh no. And they have a gas fireplace and she, she and her husband and the baby have been sleeping in front of the gas fireplace. Just making can like- you imagine like right after I had had my C-section, like sleeping in front of the fire, like trying to keep the baby warm. We wouldn't have been so quick to get out of the hospital. That's for sure. No, we would have been like, yeah, we'll stay oh, here for a I while. Think, I think I should stay two more nights. My toes feel weird. I don't right. know. Is that a side effect? I saw one of the cities in Texas posted something on their Facebook page teaching people how to do the penguin walk. Now, I had never heard of this. Now, what's the point of the penguin walk? If you have to walk outside and it's icy, you just walk differently. And I had never heard it. Is it to like balance yourself more? Well, you move your center of gravity over the so you lean you're you're kind of leaning forward. So basically how Jeff taught me how to do this is you stand up straight. Yeah. And then you kind of like lean to like a 45 degree angle. Not that far, but, but I, yeah, and you then lean you forward walk. 10 or 12 degrees. If you lean in just that much, your weight is over your front le- the leg that that your weight is on and it, I think it just moves your center of gravity so you're able to regain control if you start to slip easier. Huh. And I, I mean, I remember walking to and from school like that. That's funny. Without, it, it was just, I think it's just when you grow up in upstate New York, it's just something. People do. Yeah. So I thought it was funny to see that they were teaching people how to do it in Texas because the ice was so bad. So if you're in one of the parts of the country that's getting hammered by this storm, stay warm, be safe. And thanks for letting the upside keep you company. We're like a warm, we're like a warm gas fireplace. Just gather around us and we'll keep you warm. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful to be self-employed. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for our garage. I am so grateful to be self-employed, but there are aspects of it that are terrifying. Jeff had Jeff gets this way, like maybe once a month, where you just are like almost not burnt out by having your own small business, but you get in your own head and you start doubting yourself. Is it doubt or is it fear? 
No, you do. And uh, here, okay. So I come downstairs yesterday. Jeff is clearly in a funk. And I said to him, because I know how he operates, I said, what happened? He's like, we got to talk about the future. We got to talk about the Callie and Jeff thing and about this company we own called 1022 Projects. We got to talk about it. And I was like, okay. And I was like, what happened to you? Like, because I knew there's always a trigger point. And I said, what happened? And he's like, well, you know, I got this number in and it was lower than last year for this time. And I was like, okay. And he's like, so we just have to, and he was, you were so stressed and you do that. And then the entire day it freaks you out. And then usually within one day, maybe two days, you wake up and everything's fine and you're invigorated and you're excited and you're like, oh, it wasn't as, you know, it's not as bad as I thought. Cause here's what's going to happen and here's what's going to happen. But you do, and you've only done that since you've been a business owner where once a month you kind of like freak out. And you start, it's like you're treading water. You're like, <laughs> but like you're panicking. Well, I think yesterday it was, it was doubly frustrating because we had our every couple of week meeting set up. So it, it fell on the same day. So I feel like yesterday's meeting was an entire waste mm-hmm. because I was not thinking clearly. I was like in panic mode, mm-hmm. you know, drowning mode, however you described it, treading water mode. And So, yeah. So I think that magnified it, but it just, there's so many terrific things about being self-employed that they way outweigh the bad. But for me, all the bad, all the, I don't scare, not bad, all the scary stuff happens in like little capsules. Like it's Mm -hmm. not spread out. It just happens like in little, I think there's like a meme that I've seen. Um, and I think there are a lot more, there are a lot of small business owners or people, you know, now that work for themselves or, or in whatever capacity. And I saw this meme that's like being a business owner. And it was like a cycle of like, this is the greatest thing ever. I love having my own schedule. Oh my God, I'm freaking out. Things aren't going according to plan. This is horrible. Why did I decide to do this? Oh wait, I love this. And it's like this, you know, round circle with arrows that keep going around. It's a cycle, I think of, of being on your own. Um, which is funny because when you're not on your own, you're daydreaming that you are. And then when you are, you're like, ah, I think that, well, I never daydream. Honestly, I never really had the dream of owning our own business. Like I never, that never existed for me. But you did have the daydream of not being told what to do by bosses. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is accurate. And so, yeah, but I guess I never really connected those two dots that in order to not be told what to do, I would have to be your own boss, be your own boss. Like I never really connected those two. So I think my thought was having enough money in the bank or being financially secure enough that if things got really bad with an employer, I could say, see you later and then take my time finding a new employer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never that the Powerball never swung in my favor. Yeah. So I never got that. So now we're able to put money in the bank every month, but so that we can survive. Right. But we're responsible for it. So yeah. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm saying. So do you just wake up in a different mood tomorrow or is there something that you, 
I think I just, maybe the way my personality processes things, I just have to get it all out of my system in one day or something. Mm -hmm. Like I just have to feel frustrated and scared. And I do find the upside in it. Like yesterday when we had our meeting and we sat down, I just don't think it was a very productive meeting. It wasn't. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks for backing me up on that. And no, I'm not trying to make you feel bad. I mean, it was just one of those days where you and I just were not speaking the same language. So it was taking forever. And I wonder how many meetings... Because I was feeling scared and and concerned and all this stuff and and just not creative. And that's where my strong suit lies, my strength lies. So I wonder how many meetings I've sat in in my career where I just haven't felt 100% mm -hmm. and haven't been able to give 100% that have in turn then been wasted meetings. Like right. One of the perks of being able to work for yourself is we are able to say, you know what? We're not feeling this. Let's revisit in three days. Right. And which we'll do. But you can't really do that when you work for somebody else. I do have a thing that I want to throw your way that kind of helps me when I get into those places. And this is, you know, like, I think this is applicable to pretty much anyone. Well, it's applicable to everyone, but maybe in different ways. So if you're at a point where you're frustrated with your job or you're frustrated with your spouse or your kids or your, you know, whatever. Um, I think what I try to do, like when I was frustrated at work, I would think about how excited that I was the first day when I came to work and I went up the elevator at CNN and there was this whole big building and right. everybody was busy and all dressed up and looking important. And it was so, and the, I was the so first time you set up your CNN email. Yeah. Like the you first just time get, you, you get to go to the CNN break room. Yeah. You get goosebumps and you're yeah. like, this is the coolest thing ever. You're so right. I think when you get in those head spaces or you're like frustrated with your spouse, like think about what it was like when you guys were dating and you were so excited to get to see that person or, you know, for you, Jeff, like how exciting it was to be freed from a boss that right. was really because remember there was a point in time where you were coming home every day mad yeah. and just miserable because of the boss situation. So try to like send your brain back to and even remember dumb stuff like remember the way it smelled or it felt or what you were wearing or what. And it really gives you this kind of rush of like, OK, this is cool. Yeah. And I think that. Yeah. And I'm I'm. My feelings are never like I'm never I never have regret about the way it was like I never think, gosh, life would be so much better if every two weeks I knew exactly how much I was making. And mm -hmm. all I had to do was check these boxes for a boss and blah, blah, blah. I never think that. So that's how I know that that we're doing the right thing here. Yeah. But there it's just it's it's just a weird set of it's just frustrating. So, mm -hmm. yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. So, yeah. I did see something that I thought was interesting while we're talking about jobs and stuff like that, that there was a study, I guess, done and or a survey that said 62, 62% of Americans say they've been wanting to change their careers and the pandemic has motivated people to change what they're doing. And I think that's interesting, but also I'm not surprised at all. It's such a high number. That's three out of five people are not that that means only two out of every five people are just happy doing what they do for a living. Well, listen to this. 86% want to do something completely different from what they've been doing. Yeah. So I think it's one of those things. I mean, I think the pandemic has been one of those like 
life-changing things. You know, if someone beats cancer or has a heart attack and, you know, people kind of like Second wake up and you kind life. of, yeah, you kind of realize what's important to you and what's really not because the chaos of life is kind of taken out. So you can actually focus on how you feel about certain things. And, um, I think that's really exciting and super cool that people are like, you know what, this really isn't me. And actually I hate this. And now that I've had time to sit with it, I need to be doing something else. Before the, uh, pandemic happened last over a year ago, I was taking this class in mindfulness and one of the exercises that you have to do as part of this class is focus. It's called mindful eating. And you have to focus on a meal that you're having. And you. you you've talked about this before, I think. And you don't, you don't look at your phone or anything. You don't talk to other people. You just put a plate of food in front of you that you're going to have. And you think about every bite, how it tastes, how it smells. Is it hot? Is it cold? Um, how, is it chewy? Is it? the most delicious thing you've ever had? Is it too salty? Is it too, you try to identify, you know, the different flavors and stuff. And there was a woman in the class who had decided to do the mindful eating on a salad that she had picked up at her, her office cafeteria every day for the past two years, mm -hmm. the same salad for lunch. She ate the same one. And she realized when she was really thinking about it and focusing on it, that she hated the salad. Yeah. But just because it's, quote, what she did, mm -hmm. she thought she enjoyed it. So when she, like, she's like, the croutons aren't crunchy, the lettuce is kind of wilty, the bacon isn't bacony. Right. And I think a lot of people have been in, in the routine of going to their job for so long that maybe they're like, wait a minute. Now that I you're actually hate this. Like, right. Now that I'm thinking about it, like, this doesn't bring me joy. This isn't even what I'm good at. Like, I, what? No. And I think... Also, that's true for a lot of people for relationships, because the other thing that I was reading is that people have realized in the pandemic one way or another that their relationship, they're like, oh, my gosh, this is awful. Like, why did I do this? And it even made a comparison to say, since we've all been cooped up, like the last time anything like this happened was in the um, 1918 influenza outbreak. And right after that was that, the Spanish flu one, right? I think so. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then right after that was the roaring twenties. Cause everyone was like, Oh my gosh, you know, it's party time and, and all of that. So like, are we setting ourselves up? Is it about to be like a party time? I think that, that once the, once that, cause I know the numbers, the important numbers related to coronavirus are starting to go down. Mm -hmm. Hospitalizations and deaths and number of cases and stuff are starting to, to trend downward. And if they continue to trend downward at some point this year, I think we're going to begin to see an entire year of tremendous transformations. Like, I think some of them are going to be pretty horrible for people. Like, I think there's going to be divorces, mm -hmm. you know, I think there's going to be relationships that end. I think there's people who are going to quit their jobs with no money in the bank. You know, mm -hmm. I think all of that's going to happen, but long-term, I think it's all going to be a positive, a move in the positive direction because mm -hmm. it, it, people are going to realize what's important. People are going to realize that they've been eating the same lunchroom salad for years. And it's soggy. Just because it's there. Mm -hmm. But those croutons suck. And you can't have a good salad with soggy croutons. 
So they're going to be like, time to get some crunchy croutons, baby. I'm excited to see it. I want to change directions and find out if I am the only person. And Callie, hopefully you will, you'll be on my side with this or you'll have experienced this. Uh, Have you ever, I don't know how to explain it. I think that I would call them phantom cries. From Ellie. Have you ever been convinced that you hear her crying and then you look at the baby monitor or you peek into her room and she's completely silent, but you're convinced you heard it? Totally. Oh, really? Yeah. I um, have heard it like when she's not even here. I am. The only thing that I can compare it to is when you would have your phone in your pocket and it was always on vibrate. Mm -hmm. And then one day you don't have your phone with you. And you feel your pocket vibrate like you even reached. Have you ever reached down to physically touch? Well, no, because I don't keep my phone in my pocket, but it's the same thing for your Apple Watch. You know how like if you if you're someone that wears an Apple Watch all the time and it vibrates and you're used to feeling that vibration, like I'll feel phantom vibrations and I'll look at my watch and it didn't. I'm like not even wearing it. It's the weirdest thing because I'm like I'll stop what I'm doing. Turn down, like if I've got, like like if I'm editing audio or something, I'll pause it or turn it down and I'll listen and I'm so convinced I hear it. So I look over at the baby monitor. I don't see any movement. So then I get up and walk, pick it up, look real close. I shut, sound asleep. Mm-hmm. But I'm convinced that I, and I'll even be looking at the monitor and see her not making noise, but still hear it in the house. Oh, it's totally a thing. It's so weird. So is this what it's going to be like forever? Just phantom noises happening? Probably. Let me let you in on a little secret about Magic Spoon cereal. If you put together your variety pack and you get cocoa with peanut butter and you mix the two together in the same bowl, it's like having a bowl of peanut butter cups for breakfast. But of course, these peanut butter cups, because it's magic, have no sugar, have 13 to 14 grams of protein and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. And it's only 140 calories. Magic Spoon cereal truly does have the magic. If you're looking for a way to get protein into your diet before or after a workout and you're sick of protein powders and protein shakes, maybe consider Magic Spoon cereal. They've got a brand new variety pack now featuring peanut butter It was a limited edition flavor, and it sold out three times last year. Now it is permanently part of the Magic Spoon roster. Go to magicspoon.com slash upside, grab a variety pack, and try it today. Be sure to use our promo code upside at checkout. You'll save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash upside. Use the code upside when you check out to save $5 off. Thank you to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. Healthy snacks have a bad reputation. And let's be honest, most of them do not taste very good at all. I feel like I've tried a million of them, right? They certainly don't satisfy your cravings. And for me, I get like an intense sugar craving. This episode of our podcast is sponsored by Monk Pack. They make snacks that taste like our favorite sugary treats, but with one gram of sugar or less. The one in my lap right now that I was just chomping down on is the maple pecan. It is absolutely delicious and totally satisfies my sugar craving. 
as you know, we're trying to eat better in our house. We're trying to clean it up a little bit. And the thing I love about Monk Pack is the bars actually fill you up, which is something that's really rare for a snack that's actually healthy. In addition to being keto friendly, the bars are gluten-free, grain-free, plant-based, and non-GMO. There's no soy, trans fat, sugar alcohols, or artificial colors. Try it for yourself and you'll see. We have a special deal for Upside listeners. Get 20% off your first purchase of any Monk Pack product by visiting monkpack.com and entering our code UPSIDE at checkout. Monk Pack is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll exchange the product or refund your money, whichever you prefer. To get started, just go to monkpack.com. That's M-U-N-K-P-A-C-K.com and select any product, then enter the code UPSIDE at checkout. That'll save you 20% off your purchase. Monk Pack, delicious, nutritious food you can count on. Thank you for sponsoring our podcast. I remember having really bad acne in high school and even part of college, and I thought then I was done with it. But no surprise, in my late 20s, it came back, and I actually went to the doctor for treatment. Well, guess what? Now you can meet with the doctor right in the comfort of your own home for your acne issues. That's right. Apostrophe makes it easy to see a board-certified dermatologist online. You'll get treated immediately, and you can get prescription medicines delivered right to your home. Go to apostrophe.com slash upside. Fill out their online questionnaire about your skin concerns and medical history. Take a few pictures, and then your dermatologist will get back to you with a customized treatment just for you. It really is that easy. Get $15 off your first visit with a board-certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash upside and use our code UPSIDE. This code is only available to Upside with Callie and Jeff listeners. To get started, go to apostrophe.com slash upside and click begin visit. And then use the code UPSIDE at sign up and you'll get $15 off your dermatology visit. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash upside. And the code is UPSIDE to get your dermatology visit for $15 off. And we thank Apostrophe for sponsoring the podcast today. Today's quote of the day is, The art of living lies less in eliminating our troubles than growing with them. All right, here are my three random things brought to you by Brown & Company Jewelers. Uh, This is a great story out of Iowa. Steve and Barbara Haley play the Powerball every week. And they've played the same numbers for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And Steve fills out the, the goes to the store, fills out the play slip, uh, turns it in, gets the ticket, and then they watch the Powerball every night. I think it's twice a week that they draw for the Powerball. So they're watching a couple weeks ago, and they see a bunch of their numbers come up, and they look at the chart, and they figure out they won 300 bucks. So exciting, right? Yeah. He goes back to the store, Steve does, and he brings Barbara because it's a big occasion. You're going to get yeah, I mean, your prize money. Right. Uh, and the guy scans the number and says, uh, no, you guys won $150,000. Steve messed up and circled the eight instead of the nine, and they got an extra 100 <laughs> They got 150000 bucks. 
Uh, Barbara says, I used to make fun of him all the time for not wearing his glasses. And I have 150,000 reasons to leave him alone right? now for not looking. So congratulations to you folks. Uh, a guy in, uh, where is this? Tennessee passed away last year. He's 84 years old. And he left $5 million to his eight-year-old border collie. Lulu. I saw that. <laughs> yep. You know what I was thinking? I was like, that is totally something that Jeff and I would do. Uh, not, not $5 million, uh, no. but like I was reading that also there are a bunch of famous people that have done that, including like, I think it was like Sophia Loren or something left $10,000 in her will to make sure that her dog was taken care of. $10,000 is fine. But $5 million now. Like, don't we have to do our, don't we have to do our wills soon? Yeah. Because now we have a kid and stuff. So yeah. we have to do these adult things. Like I could, when we do. Our will, like, I think we would designate who gets the kid, or the kids, the dogs in the will, and then a lot for money to offset those expenses. Mm -hmm. So they can get expensive, you know, yeah. care of the dog, but also, but not $5 million. <laughs> I mean, yeah. good for him. The person who um, is in charge of the money or whatever is his friend, Martha, who you know, has to care for the dog. Yeah. She doesn't have access to the money though. Just the dog does. So <laughs> she's just a common everyday person. Who has $5 million sitting in an account for a dog. For a dog. So the dog jumps up on the couch. I'd be like, oh, you just ruined this couch. You got to buy me a new one. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, my third random thing is uh, keep this in mind. If you're a big fan of listening to this podcast or any audio using uh, earbuds, AirPods, anything like that. Uh, one hour of in-ear headphone usage increases the bacteria in your ear by over 700 times. That's disgusting. So make sure you wash your ears. Ugh. I I actually... Especially, that's important for people to know who are on conference calls all day with their AirPods in. Yeah, just make sure. It's not Ooh. necessarily dangerous, but just make sure that you are washing your ears. And cleaning them out because it can lead to infection. That's really nasty. I feel like we know someone whose kid got an ear, had to not wear their ear pods or air pods or had to switch to over ear because they got. An infection? Like, I think they got like a big nasty pimple inside Ooh. their ear canal, which yes. doesn't sound fun. So anyways, uh, those are my three random things. I have a beautiful human alert, and the beautiful human this time is Mackenzie Corley and the students at Johnston Elementary School in Johnston, South Carolina. Now, there is a seven-year-old at that school named Lemire Johnson, and he needs a heart transplant. Like, he was born with some sort of heart defect, and he is in line for a heart transplant. This teacher, she's like a pre-K assistant teacher, Mackenzie, cuts out 200 to 400 paper hearts per day. And then the fifth graders at the school go around the school selling them for $1 a piece. And the money goes towards, I guess, when you're, um, there's a organization called the Children's Organ Transplant Association. And I don't know exactly what they do, but the point of the money is so when he does get his heart that his family can afford to like eat and fly there and like you oh, know, yeah. it, it covers the expenses or whatever. So they've collected over $2,000 
other schools are getting involved. And what I thought was so cute is that they, with the hearts that they buy, they all have put them on the wall outside the classroom, um, Lemire's classroom. So he so sees cute. them when he walks down the wall. So I just thought that was so awesome. Like, you know, and that's a lot of work on the teacher's part um, to cut out like 200 or 400 hearts a day, but they're doing something amazing and getting money to a family when they have a heart transplant. Cause they're going to be you know, in the hospital for a while. And I just thought that was so cool. I went, I didn't really appreciate it as much as I should have, but when I was in middle school, so that would have been in like the mid to late eighties. Mm -hmm. One of my classmates had a heart transplant. Oh my gosh. And so I don't, I mean, I don't think it was a common procedure. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know it's not common now, but it's, there's just been so many so much advancement. Uh-huh. Uh, but he got the heart transplant when I was in middle school, I think. And I don't think I appreciated the enormity of that. Like he was a friend well, of mine. Well, how could you? Yeah. And I, I was friends with him and he, he had the same uh, girlfriend. I think he ended up marrying the girl that he was dating mm-hmm. in, in middle school and high school. And I was friends with both of them. And I don't think I ever once went like, oh, my gosh, dude, you are a miracle. Yeah. And he lived, I think he just passed away a year or two ago, like fairly recently. So he lived with this transplanted heart for like 30-something years. Organ donors are so amazing. Yeah. So, so amazing. Anyways, Mackenzie Corley and the students at Johnson Johnston Elementary School in Johnston, South Carolina, you are beautiful humans. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. You know what I realized that I kind of have a window of right now Hmm. that I I, I will never have again and never had before this is not paying attention to school holiday calendars. Because you're not on the radio? When I worked in radio, almost everything that we did programming-wise in terms of vacation, promotions, things going on in, you know, like storylines that were evolving on the radio and stuff were built around school vacations Mm -hmm. because... Radio shows, especially are the, you know, I did it. I always worked in female leading radio with, you know, women ages 25 to 44. So mm-hmm. it was all about moms and schools and stuff. And I didn't even realize that yesterday was President's Day, which would have been something that would have been fully on my radar a couple years ago and will be fully on my radar. I was about radar. to say, because when Ellie goes to school, it'll be on your radar. Yeah, but now I'm like, oh, it was President's Day. That was neat. I wasn't even on there, and I just thought that was odd that it's something that I've never before in my life ignored. Yeah. It's President's Day. Like, kids get presents. It's a bank holiday, and I think kids get off school. I Maybe that explains it, but uh, on Friday of last week, we had our numbers the number of people who listen to our show was at fit we had weekend numbers on a friday like we had 50 percent of our normal 
I think listeners. you got to get past that. This is what Jeff has been talking about for the past two days. I think you, it's one day. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. We had, like great other days. So I feel like. And Thursday was fine. And yesterday was fine. Thursday it, was great. And Wednesday was great. I know. And, but for whatever reason, Friday was at like 50%. And it just, I'm wondering if it has to do with President's Day Chef holiday. is like, I need data. I need there to be a reason. There has to be something off. Let me find it. Scrounge, scrounge, scrounge. There has to be. It doesn't just happen. 50% of the audience doesn't just decide to listen on Friday unless they're out celebrating the president early. That maybe is what they were doing. So let me have my excuse. Okay. Hi, guys. It's Leanne. Callie, I'm listening to the state of the baby, and you're talking about how your knee quit hurting when Ellie was crying. Um, and you just had to have her. Um, there's definitely adrenaline or mommy endorphins or whatever. Um, because when I was seven seven months pregnant with my twins, my daughter proceeded to climb her chest of drawers, and which we did not have anchored yet. And it fell. Thankfully, it fell on her bed and did not completely fall on her. But the instant she screamed, I jumped up and was down the hallway before it even registered with to my husband what was happening. And by the time he walked in the door, <laughs> he sees his seven-month pregnant he-woman wife lifting the dresser up off of my kid. I had not been able to move hardly all day, and there is something that happens when your kid's unhappy or in trouble or hurt. So you're not alone. It happens to the best of us. So... I'm totally with you on the mom and Have a great day. Bye. There was a while where I feel like none of us were going out. And now we're like, you know, dipping our toe in. Maybe some of us are going back to work. And here's the thing. We have been comfortable for like a year now, right? So you want to be comfortable, but you also want to be cute when you're dabbling back into the world. Well, Rothy's shoes. They are so comfortable. There is zero break in period and they are absolutely adorable. I've been wearing them to work for over a year, maybe a year and a half now. And there's never been a break in period. I've never had a cut, a scrape, a blister, anything like that. They're so comfortable. And if you don't believe me, guess what? They have over 3000 near perfect reviews on their point flat in black. Start off the year right with the newest Rothy styles like comfy shoes, brand new bags, and washable masks. Check out all the amazing shoes, bags, and masks available right now at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. Style and sustainability you need to create your new favorites. Head to rothys.com slash upside today. Hi, Kelly and Jeff. This is Heather. I am catching up on episodes on a very long drive to Miami. And I had to stop and call you about the World War II letter publishing the, your grandfather's story. I can't think of anybody in my life that would not want that, that would not buy that book. That would be one of the hottest books. I mean, it would probably be a bestseller. So I do implore you to please publish those letters. And I look forward to the new podcast. I'm going to share it with my father, and I'm sure it will be on his number one thing to do every day is listen to that podcast. So thank you for doing that. Love the show. Have missed you guys, and I'm happy to be caught up. Bye. Hey, guys. It's Kathy from Shrewsbury, PA. I just paused the episode from today where you were talking about the great smoothie debate of Weight Watchers. The one other thing that I think is really important to consider is that when you eat whole fruits, 
um, to the chewing, the swallowing, and the digestion that your body has to go through to process that food is totally different than when you consume it in smoothie form. Um, it takes your body a lot more energy. So that plus the other thing is that um, when you there's a lot of natural sugars in fruit, and when you eat them in whole fruit form and chew them. Because it takes your body longer to digest them, the sugars don't get absorbed into your body as fast, as quickly. Um, and that's a good thing. That's why those natural sugars and those fruits are okay for you. When you do it in smoothie form and you drink it, those sugars, the digestion is, does not take as long, and those sugars get absorbed in your body a lot faster. And your body can only handle the absorption of sugar, so much sugar, so fast. And when it gets more than it can handle, that's when it turns it into fat stores it so eat more whole fruits that's like the best thing that you can do so just my uh insight from uh reading a lot about it and and breaking down the sort of the logic behind it and uh, it definitely has some merit so talk to you guys later hey callie and jeff we're talking about the anniversary of mcdonald's and the quarter pounder um which in itself is huge but callie said she would never eat any of mcdonald's meats but their beef is 100% pure beef. They actually have some of the cleanest label products on their menu as compared to other places. So just thought I'd share. Maybe it's time you give it a second chance. Just thought I'd share. Again, they have the cleanest products um, from the QSR industry out there. Thanks. Like attracts like. You are a magnet. If you're negative, you're going to draw negativity. You're positive, you draw positive. You're a kind person, more people are kind to you. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand.